freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be shooting the breeze, talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. And what are they doing to the kids in Georgia? But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? <laughs> For the people that don't know, my sister was in town this week. She mm-hmm. just got back to Atlanta this morning and yeah. she was like, I'm sleepy and tired. I'm not going to be as funny as I am normally. And I was like, oh, I'm, okay, just uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not. I My flight was boarded at 520 this morning. That's so I've been ridiculous. Up since, I've been up since 3 a.m. I had to come back. I had doctor's appointments. I had to work. Um, you know. Early flights, late nights. That's my life. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's a jet set I, lifestyle. I personally believe that's <laughs> piss poor ass planning. No, at you know, I wanted to spend as much time home as I could, so I decided to take that early flight, and and then I was yeah, just ripping and running. A, you could have took a Wednesday night flight. You could have took the last Wednesday night flight. No, I wanted to be home as much as possible. But you was going to sleep anyway, right? So you weren't like, what time? How yeah, long but did you I stay still, up late last I went to bed at probably about 10. You could have caught that flight. You could have caught that 10 o'clock fight and been home by midnight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, made the deci- I made the decision I made. Why are you going to go Monday night quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called decision. Monday morning quarterback, not Monday night quarterback. See, this well, is a rare it's opportunity. Called, it's called Monday night quarterback, but this is before Monday night football. There was a time when there was no Monday night football, and you could say Monday night quarterback, and they would still be correct. No, I, well, I mean, technically, yeah, I mean, it's all correct. But the expression is Monday morning quarterback. I don't like, I don't, it doesn't sound as good as Monday night quarterback. I, 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 we just changing expressions up in this mug. I guess that's just what yeah, we're doing. That's what we're doing. When you're sleep deprived, you get a little <laughs> leeway. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be sleep deprived if you had taken the last flight on Wednesday night but it, I, I, I mean, still, in hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's another expression. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you backseat driving here. It's this is done. It's, it's, it's passenger seat driving. It's not backseat driving. Not. Mm, maybe it's both. We'll, we'll let the. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard people say. People. Some people have said. Some uh, people have said. It yeah. was good seeing you, though. It was the first time in about 18 months we got to kick it. We got to kick it for yes. a, a few hours. 
Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got to kick it for a little bit and we had some laughs and some jokes. I swear nice. if, if we had been recording that, that could have been a great after hours episode. Cause it really could have. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think the 100 show doing, uh, obviously not a live show, but doing a show and, um, we're us recording in the same place. Yeah. yeah. Us being in the same place at the same time. Well, we can record it at Dan's house because he got a studio. He does. <laughs> He's got a studio. So we could <laughs> record does. it at Dad's house. And, I but will the key, be though, back, though. I will be back for Father's Day. I don't know when the 100th episode is. Like, that's it's 50 oh. episodes after the 50th episode, obviously. Uh, but I, I don't mean, know how just, just do the math, Bruce. So it's like 12, no, it's 25 weeks. So that's what, six months? Oh, okay. So Five, like around six October. <sighs> yeah. Well, the 50th episode will be uh, in a couple of weeks. This is the fifth month at <laughs> six. <laughs> We're looking at about October, November. But I think the 50th is actually going to be June. Like the first week in June, if I if I okay. know this correctly. Because I think this is so the we'll 40... get together for Christmas. Yeah, you we'll know. film it. It'll be well, around that do, time. Then. We're gonna do a holidays hiatus anyway. We're gonna right. take a break. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to let you know there yeah. is gonna be a time where we're gonna take a break. There's plenty of content out get, there for you, and it's gonna be Juneteenth. <laughs> we're not doing nothing on Juneteenth. Well, what day does Juneteenth fall on? I, not a recording day. Okay, though I, I really don't, <laughs> I don't think Juneteenth is a Monday. Yeah. Because I'll be home uh, again for Father's Day, the yeah. 16th through the 19th. And I'm taking another early morning flight. I, I don't, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it again. Well, that nope. this time the flight was just cheaper. Well, so it is cheaper to keep her. It. It's cheaper to keep her. It is. That's what they say. That's, that's, that's what the that's word what on the street say. is. But word it was a good visit, street. though. Did you get to see everybody that you wanted to see? Yeah, I did. I got to see everybody that I wanted to see. I saw both of our parents, which is like, that's a requirement. Yeah, yeah I got to see you. So mm-hmm. that's nice. Um, I got to see my best friend and my niece and my godson. So that was also nice. Um, you got to be careful, though, because you said your best friend. And I know a lot of your friends watch are very clear it. and they know <laughs> I have a best friend. This is I, I make no... T- <laughs> Everybody, I always refer to her as my best friend. I always refer to her as that. So it's very clear. Everybody know every person in my life who is a friend of mine knows I have a best friend. And I also consider best friend the title to be a as, person, not yeah. a tier. Yeah. It's not a place a bunch of people can reach. It's just not. You have one that's the best. This is okay. the best. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I disagree. I have tears. Yeah, uh, no. And my friendships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to divulge who's in what tier because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends, you know, listen and watch the podcast. So I'm, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what tier you're in. But yeah. like, if you've ever invited me to something and I've shown up, you mean something to me. Yeah, yeah. If you've invited me to stuff, I ain't never shown up. It kind of speak for itself. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I could if, just be a flake. Or I don't really like you that much. 
Well, I don't really. <laughs> do I associate with people that I don't really like? There are some people that annoy me, but I but I see the you know my Superman complex. I see mm-hmm. the good in them. I'm not around anybody I don't like. So don't any- like is different than being annoyed. I don't. I'm not around anybody who I find annoying. I'm not That's around anybody. Not true. You that are annoying. You are around both me and your other brother. That is by act of God, <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> not by choice. That was an act of God. I'm talking about people that I choose to have in my life. They're they're 100%. I'm 10 toes down for all of them. And the reason that nobody questions when I call my best friend my best friend is because she earned that title. Mm-hmm. Like, just on it's not just the longevity of our friendship, but just like all the stuff that we've been through, all the ways that she's been there for me. I've been there for her. Like, we earned that title. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's some haters out there that don't like that she refers to me as her best friend. Oh, wait a but minute. But I Can know I get messy? Can I get messy? You can get messy <laughs> if you want to. All right. So, okay, you don't have to name names, but give me some examples of people not liking the fact that she says best friend when referring to you. Oh, there's been, there's been a couple of things throughout the years. It doesn't bother me because it's... It's whatever. It really doesn't bother me, but I do still, the stories still get back to me of people like, oh, so we just calling anybody best friend, huh? You know? (laughs) And I'm just like, all right, you know, it it doesn't bother me. It bothers her, but it doesn't bother me. But I'm, no, but as far as my friends, I'm very clear. No, this person and I have been in the trenches together. That's why we're best friends. So people say that me and you are so similar, and I always say we are, but my sister is way more bolder than I am. I was like, she gets that characteristic from our father. And it's just like, when you won't mess with somebody, you don't really like dilly-dally or beat around the bush. Mm -hmm. You're like, "Eh, eh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to hang with you. And I kind of don't like you. Like, you'll tell people that. and And I'll be like... I'll make excuses and the people now there's a neighbor. There's a neighbor. He, he don't watch the show. So I'm good. He's a, there's a neighbor. Uh, he's a little bit older than me, but he carries mm-hmm. himself young. Then he looks okay. young. Okay. Um, and he'd be saying to me all the time, Hey Bruce, we need to get together and hang out. And I'm like, for what? Like, why? I don't really want to. I don't really think we have any commonality besides we both like basketball. And I know men bond over sports. Yeah. I'm past that point in my life of bonding over sports. Sports is taking kind of like a backseat to my life. I feel like there are other things more important than sports. Don't get me wrong. I still watch sports, but not not nearly like I used to. So mm-hmm. it's like, what am I going to do? Like, hang out with you. We're going to talk about women. Me and you not looking at the same women, right? Like, yeah. so... And fact of the matter is, if we are, I feel like you're, I feel like he's 10 years older than me. If we are looking at the same women, kind of gross, a little creepy, because my yeah. age range, I say my age range is 29 is a stretch. Like you got to be a mature 29, but like 30 to 40, that's my yeah. age range. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll go up to 45 if you are young, if you're a young 45, but 30 to 40 is my no age range. No such thing. There's no such thing. <laughs> Oh, I'm a young uh, 42. 
Yeah, but then you get try to get up off the couch and you make a lot of noise. That's just because of my knees from my years of playing <laughs> exactly. sports and basketball. <laughs> that's how it usually is. But that's how it usually I, is. Wait a minute. Did I make a noise when you was over here? Yes, you make <laughs> noise. We all do. Once you cross over, I want to say like 37. Once you cross over, you get up going, <laughs> like it's like a, you make a noise when you get up. And you make a noise when you sit, when you sit down, it's kind of the reverse. It's, <laughs> you know, it's like a reverse it's, look. of the, <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was in the gym uh-huh. and I'm not one of those grunters in the gym. But the other day, I actually wasn't grunt. I I I I yelped. No, mm. I yelped, Mm-mm. not yelled. Yelped Mm-mm. out, and uh, like I was doing no. a squat, and my knee just was like kind of gave out, and I mm. was just like, ah! <laughs> "That's bad. That's bad." I said, "Because ah! oh, ah! <laughs> I had to put because I was doing squats, so my knee gave out, and then I had to push." push up on the squat and I was like ah! and I was just like I was looking around I was like I hope didn't nobody hear that but yes everybody heard, everybody heard it every everybody. person around you definitely definitely heard that somebody gave this young cat gave me that kind of eyes it's like hey bro you think that uh, you might want to take some weights off of that that's not what he said but that's what his eyes said eyes, hey, bro, yeah. you might want to lower some of that weight no I could do this just it just hurt at that particular time did you listen? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. I'm a professional. I know when I can and cannot do something. Like my yeah. knee buckled because my knees yeah. buckle, but it's not like I still able to do the weight. So my knees yeah. just need to warm up. That's all. <laughs> need but, some WD forty. But to go back to your point, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm bold. I would just say that I'm honest, direct. You know, yeah. I don't like you. And I think you know that like, that's, that's, you know, straightforward. I get a lot of, um, so my nickname is, it's two things. It's no, no. My nickname is really Jonna because a lot of people just be like, (laughs) really Jonna. Or a lot of people say, I ain't shit. That's my one S word for today. But the truth is I don't have a lot of drama in my life because I cut to the chase. If you don't want to go to the party, a friend calls me, I was a party. I don't really want to go. What should I tell him that you don't want to go or you ain't going to be able to make it? No, you know, should I tell him I'm sick or should I tell him I'm a, no, just tell him you don't want to go or tell him you ain't going to be able to make it. Like, it's not that hard. Like, as you call him up, you'd be like, I ain't going to be able to make it. Why? And I just say, hey, I don't want to come. <laughs> hey, you say that. You say the party start about four o'clock. Yeah, I ain't gonna be able to make it. I ain't gonna be able to make it. If y'all don't get that reference, L.A. Chad would. uh, Yes, that's that's the Golden Child. Please watch the Golden Child. Child. Please Please watch watch the Golden Child. Child. Um, (laughs) So yeah, okay. I mean, why 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 beat around the bush? You just you just wasting your own time. Your time is so precious. It is. Value it more. (laughs) I would say people that know me, people that that personally know me. They now know that <laughs> when they invite me to things, they say, hey, you know, we got something going on on this date. Um, I know, like, 
you, you know, sometimes you want to do things, sometimes you don't, you know, you can, you know, you're more than welcome to come if you, if you want to like, literally I have so many of my friends kind of just like, yeah. Hey, I know like it's the weekend and this thing <laughs> is on a Sunday. I know that's Bruce's Sunday fun day, yeah. but uh, maybe, you know, we're having this thing. And if yeah. it's important, I will show up. Yes. If yes. I had the mental and emotional capacity to do it. Because That's Sunday is my recharge. Because it takes a lot to be me. And so, like, honestly, it takes a lot of energy to show up as Jay Andrea. Like, it takes a lot of energy. <laughs> and so I have to have the bandwidth for it. Because if I can't show up as my full self, I'm, I don't want to do it. So if I already know I'm just not feeling, I'm not feeling it or I'm not feeling a certain way or I don't have the bandwidth for it, then I'm just I'm just not gonna go because if I can't be a hundred percent me, forget it. Now I'll come up to this podcast. I'll do this podcast at seventy three percent. I'll do this podcast at sixty two percent. All right, I gotta ask a personal question. Is that only because you made a commitment? Yes. <laughs> I made. I I you asked me to be a weekly guest. And I said, yes. So that means I have to show up whether I'm a hundred percent or whether I'm 53%, I still have to show up because I've made a commitment. Yeah. Cause you got legitimate fans out there that throw a fit. If yeah. you're not going to be on the show, I, yeah. you know, it, 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 we'll get to it later when we talk about our family getting together uh, earlier this, this past weekend. And I'm, but, there's a, there was a thing in that, and I'm, we'll talk about it later, but I'm proud of you. And you just ask me why I'm proud of you because I'll forget I gotta to remember. tell you. Yeah, I got to yeah. remember because that's probably about We're, 30 minutes Neither 30 one minutes of away. us are going to remember. Yeah, it's probably about 30 us. minutes away. Uh, yeah. Probably not going to uh, remember. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I do. But yeah. uh, if I heard one more fan member say, I just love the show when y'all are on together and mm -hmm. you, I, this y'all don't understand how close me and my sister are. Well, how close all all three of us are. We yes. defend each other to the bitter end. Now, one of us might not be speaking to the other. Right. There are some times where there is some beef between the siblings. Surprisingly, yeah, me and my sister, siblings. the only time we ever had beef was that time we told the story about when I left her in the mm -hmm. car and was drunk. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're siblings, so we'll fight. But <laughs> nobody else better say anything nope. or come at us in any way. It's going to be a 100% problem. So yes. all the family members were talking about, yeah, I love the show. Y'all are so funny together. And you would point out, you're like, you know, there's another whole episode each week where mm -hmm. Bruce does interviews with entertaining, with interesting people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, one family member. We were like, when was the last interview you watched? The one, the Jewish interview. I was like, that was like in January. Are yeah. you kidding me? I've yeah. done so many more interviews since yes. then. That was shout, so long ago. Shout out to Catherine Zorb. Uh, just posted that interview with her earlier this week. Very yes. fascinating life. Fantastic singer. You can find that on YouTube and see her YouTube page because I've tagged her in the YouTube videos to see some of her work. Yeah, very, very I, I, had a I had a chance to uh, listen to her sing and beautiful voice. Yeah, I mean, beautiful, that, op beautiful operatic voice. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. But uh, you know what? Let's just we're going to forget. So just to say it now. What were you proud of? You sticking to your guns about not 
having certain people back, like not inviting people back. Like <laughs> I was really proud. They're gonna they're be go- pissed. I mean, it, it. Hey, we talking you get, about you? You get you, you get opportunities in life. You get a shot. You either you either take the shot or you you know you fumble the ball, and that's that's we'll two talk. different that's two different sports. That was right. base, that was basketball and, and football. football. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you fumble, and sometimes you knock it out the park. And that's, that's baseball. <laughs> you just you just add in all types of metaphors. <laughs> I don't know what um, you're talking about. But but I was I really thought that you were I don't know, because you're you you have a, a you have a tendency to people please. Yeah. And yeah. so I was worried that you wouldn't stick to your guns and you absolutely stuck to your guns. Well, and were like, no. Well, that's because you've never really seen me in the in my business mode. That's true. You've never That's seen true. me in my business mode. And and I am not a people pleaser when it comes to business. Business That's is, I'm a, I'm a different person when it comes to business. And you made a commitment. Mm-hmm. I did the work to prepare for the interview. And yes, mm-hmm. I'm talking about you. And no, you're not going to come on the show. Love you. I love you. And thank you for supporting <laughs> to, the show. But you're not going to be a guest on that. Love now. Like you. it's not going to ever happen. Like you might be a guest. <laughs> you might be a guest for a pop-in, but never for what it was going to be. Like it, yeah. it's messed up because I thought that would have been really interesting. So I'm just going to find somebody else from that area <laughs> to, to interview. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That, sorry. That's what it is. But yeah. no, you got one time. A guest has one time to back out on me the last minute with no reasonable explanation for it. And yeah. I'll just be like, oh, okay, fine, cool. Like, yeah. I'm not chasing no guests. Right. Unless I think what they're doing is really important. I've rescheduled interviews. Yeah. I've done that. And I've done interviews and it just not come out right. And I've asked them to come back on. And I was like, okay, we're not going to post that. We'll, we'll redo the interview whenever you have time. And maybe that interview, the second, the redo interview won't be for a couple of months. You know, that happens. Yeah. Um, technology, th- these things, you know, kind of happen when they have time that we could do it. But if you just yeah. bail on me, like I had, I had it, one of the first interview guests I had, I was really excited mm-hmm. to be interviewing her. And the first, the first time we set up the, the, the remote interview, there was a storm. She was on the West coast and there was a storm. So it kind of was knocking out the internet and we we're like, we have to reschedule. Oh. When can we reschedule? Yeah. So we set up a reschedule mm-hmm. and it just didn't show up. Mm. They just didn't pop up and it was yeah. emailing back and forth. And it was like, okay, this is time. We're confirming the time, right? I'm here. And just, so I was like, oh, okay, well this, this person's not going to be on my show and I'm okay yeah. with that. That's fine. It is what it is. So yes. But Thank yeah, you for being proud I'm, of me, but yeah, but I I'm can tell you, that's... you didn't, you didn't, you didn't cave. You, le- you didn't lean into that. Uh, but it was, it was nice seeing business Bruce. <laughs> I was like, Oh, all right. <laughs> Cause I feel like, I feel like I'm always business Jana. Yeah. Well, it's a time to turn <laughs> I'm it on. I'm always kind of a hard ass. I, I found that you got a granddad, our dad's dad, t- said one time, and I'm going to change the expression a little bit. That you can, he said, you can get more flies with sugar than you can with. Oh, I'm going to use my s word. You can get more flies with sugar than you can with shit. Now it's really supposed to be you can get more bees with honey than you can 
with something else. But but the, yeah. the, the general principle was the same. So yeah. I'm just genuinely nice to people. And to this reason, not to be nice. Yeah. And it wasn't, I wasn't not being nice to the, to that person that I'm not going to be on the show. I love that person. But like, yeah. this is business. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. So either respect, respect it or you get neglected. <laughs> <laughs> Expect it or you get neglected. Check it. Now, speaking of not backing down, mm -hmm. something happened yesterday. Yesterday and today. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I we talk about politics and and I I really honestly, my my whole purpose in life is to not attack Republicans or white people. That's that's not what my purpose is. I'm not trying right. to attack Republicans or white people. I, I will critique everybody, no matter who they are. Mm -hmm. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right. If you're right, I'll give you praise. If you're wrong, you're wrong. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah. she ain't doing much right out here. No. <laughs> She she ain't doing and much it, right out here. And the, there, I, I understand. I understand you don't want the show to become <laughs> we're attacking white people. But she, and I rarely say this about a woman. She's asking for it, and so <laughs> okay, because she's a ridiculous human being. She is. But go ahead. All right, so. Green announced, she's been announcing a lot of impeachment. She and, and articles of impeachment. She introduced a new article of impeachment on against uh, President Biden. She's already introduced similar articles of impeachment against the well, attorney general. They're literally like one sentence because she yeah. doesn't even know how to write it. Yeah, she's done it against the attorney general, Merrick Garland, the FBI director, Christian Way, and the, DH, the DHS secretary, Alejandro Mayer Casas. I, I'm going to butcher this. The, I'm butchering sure. this name. So during a press conference, it was brought up that she had had a back and forth with another rep. His name is Jamal Bowman on the steps of the Capitol. Now, mm -hmm. why did they have this interaction? It's because the Republicans just shot down a motion that was brought up, brought up by the Democrats in the House to expel yeah. our favorite George Santos from the House. Yes. And they basically deflected and, and and even even the ones who called for his resignation yes voted along party lines voted along party lines so instead of their conscience okay because uh well th they might have voted their is. conscience yeah. yeah that is what it is so after that after that motion was basically defeated George Santos goes out uh and does a little press cons press, press conference because of course on the steps of the Capitol, right? Mm -hmm. So Jamal Bowman yells out, you need to resign. This don't have nothing to do with Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene. Nothing. nothing. But she decides to confront Jamal Bowman and they go back and forth and back and forth about what's right and what's wrong. And you guys can look at the clips on uh, C-SPAN is where I found it. Um mm -hmm. But you can see the video. It's, it's You can see the video. It's the videos I, I, out there. Yes, yes. 
I could play the video on here, but I don't know what the clearances are for the C-SPAN and I'm not going to get sued. So I'm just not going to do it. Just find it. Just Google it. You, right. you can just, Google it. It's not that hard. So she was asked during this press conference where she's introducing these articles of impeachment to President Biden about what happened. And she goes on to say that Jamal Bowman claims, called her a white supremacist. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, she disagrees with that. Uh, I really she shouldn't. Don't know why. I really don't know why yeah. she does. But I mean, just own it. Says, own it. Yeah. You know, she already called herself a white Christian nationalist. Um, yeah. She said that those are her words. So she said that by calling her a white supremacist, that's like calling a black person the N word. Absolutely not. And the and the implication is maddening. I want you to make your point because you're you're on a well, roll. Go ahead and jump just... in. No, go ahead and jump in and say what you want to say. Get it all off your chest because you're only working at seventy three percent right now. No, I'm like forty eight. Well, yeah, get it all out because yeah. I can take it from I can take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> get it I'm all have, out. I'm at a smooth forty eight percent. Um. Hmm. So to call someone, to call a black person the N-word is not to call them out as far as you need to hold yourself accountable for your beliefs and the things, the uh, harmful things that you propagate. That is not what the N-word means. Right. The N-word is not accountability. Mm-mm. Calling someone a white supremacist, that's calling them to task. That's calling them to be accountable for the harmful things that they say and they do. And the policies so that they implement. And the policies that they support and that they implement and for just being trash human being. Mm-hmm. That is, they are not in any way, shape, or form equivalent. One is to insult, degrade, dehumanize, and belittle someone. The other is apt in this situation. Is <laughs> just who you are. To say with pride that you are a white Christian nationalist is to say that you are a white supremacist. There is no way in which those two things are in any way dissimilar or mutually exclusive. It's the same thing. So how dare you? That is the most, uh, and she has said some offensive, she has said and done and supported some offensive things. Mm-hmm. Um, not just as far as racially or her, po- her, her ideas on immigration or her stance, her anti-trans stance, she has said some appalling things. She has supported some appalling things. That was by far the stupidest and the most hurtful thing. As to- far as some of the things that she supported, let's let's run down the list. Jewish space lasers, lasers QAnon, yeah. uh, the Parkland uh, shooting was the, the a crisis actors. Yeah. There were the crisis actor, actors. She, she uh, these, and 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 has followed them down the street, harassing them. 
I'm going to yeah. get to that. With that, That's a good segue because it gets to when she answered the question from reporters, she didn't stop with, you know, he called me a white supremacist, like calling a black person the N-word. She, didn't, she then described the interaction between the two and said that he was being loud, that he was being voice, boisterous, that he was cussing at her, that he was yelling at her, that she felt threatened mm-hmm. and that people need to watch out for him they need to watch out because she felt threatened. Yeah. Which is doing a couple of things. If you see the clip of their interaction, you realize that was all a lie. Yeah. He wasn't but, screaming at the top of his lungs. He wasn't he cursing. W- he wasn't he cursing. He didn't he didn't ever make a personal attack on her. He and he was there was no physical movement towards her. Right? If anything, her hand was in his face. That's exactly what was happening. Her hand was in her in his face. So she's playing the victim from something that she started. Because remember, he wasn't talking to her. She interjected no. herself into the into the situation. But she has a history. It's so funny that she felt threatened uh, and called being attacked and and threat and saying that that uh, people should watch out with, watch out for him, which is putting a target on a black man's back. That is very common to things that happen in American history. And he had, he had, he had a statement and I'm going to read it afterwards. He he made a point of bringing up Emmett Till, but it's funny that she felt threatened when this is the same person that went before she was in office, came to the Capitol and was literally screaming in AOC's office, telling her Mm -hmm. to come out and confront him and then confronting Parkland survivors. And saying that it was a hoax in the face. These were kids at the time. Kids. Yes. So it was just so funny. And by the way, if you see her at any of these committee meetings at all, where she is just out and out attacking these witnesses that have come before Congress for these hearings, but yes. she has the nerve to play the victim. This, this is the example. It is a prime example of when we say white woman victimhood. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that happened with the uh, the the young lady that works for the hospital in New York City that uh, was yes. arguing with these guys about the electric bike. And she's calling for help, acting like they're taking a bike from her, when in essence, the dude had paid for the bike. It was his bike. He was like, it's on my account. And yes. she's sitting there screaming and crying, calling for help when she's in the wrong. It's the same thing yeah. that happened in the Central Park with the bird watching situation, with the with mm-hmm. the woman called the cops on the man that was out there watching birds, and she had her dog, and she's not supposed to have the dog in that area of the park, but she called the cops at home. Meanwhile, she's choking the hell yeah. out of the dog. Yeah, meanwhile, she's choking the hell out of that dog. This is what we talk about. When we talk about white women victimhood. So, Margie Taylor Greene, and, and, who and the weapon, the weaponization of their victimhood, and it's and it's and it is consciously done because mm-hmm. if you watch the video of the girl with the bike or the lady in the park with the dog, she the lady in the park with the dog tells him, "I'm going to call the police and tell them a black man is harassing me." So she mm-hmm. knows what she's doing. Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene also knows what she's doing. You mm-hmm. know that these things can mean life or death to black people, particularly black men. And you do it anyway. You weaponize the police, you weaponize your tears, you weaponize your femininity or your whiteness. You this, And these are all hallmarks of what? 
a white supremacist. So if you want to talk, if you want, if you want, and now, first of all, in the video, I never heard him call her a white supremacist, but if you want to mark the date and time, Jay Andrea is calling her a white supremacist. I've called her that several times, several times already during the show, and I'll do it again. You could put it down in the paper. So Jamal Bowman (laughs) had a response to what Mm -hmm. she said, and here's his response. This is why it is so important that we teach and know our history. There is a long tradition that Marjorie should be well aware of, of black men who are passionate, outspoken, or who stand their ground being characterized as threatening or intimidating. That's what happened with Emmett Till, with Mike Brown, and with so many more. Marjorie's attack is beyond a dog whistle. It's a bullhorn, and it is reckless and dangerous, and she has put a target on my back. The truth of the matter is, is that what we had Uh, We had a light back and forth on the steps of the Capitol, surrounded by reporters and staff. We can roll back the tapes and see her characterization of the conversation is an utter and blatant lie. This is historically what white supremacists do. They try to dehumanize black people, black skin and black humanity so that we can be targeted for harm. Everything you just said is exactly what he just said. And that is white supremacy 101. Yeah. And shout out to AOC, who was just like, she ain't worth it, bro. <laughs> look, I, look, I love AOC. I know AOC is engaged. Yeah. Uh, I know she's going to get married. But if something does not work out. Not wishing that. Not not wishing not, that. No, I want not, I want her to be happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if something. Because that's what love means. Out, that's it what means you want the other person to be happy. That's how love goes. Yeah. That's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. Right. That's the I, way I, love goes. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that uh, if something were to happen and you were to become single. You want to put your hat in the ring. That's not it. Hey. I just want to, I just want to toss my hat in the ring. You know, just let you know. Just meet me one time. Just for a drink. It could be five minutes. Lemon rule. Five minutes. If five minutes you're yes. not interested in me, cool. We could be friends. I love having smart, intelligent women around me. I mean, I don't know why I did a, a redundancy with smart and intelligent, but I consider her both smart and extremely intelligent. This is, she's so smart that she's super intelligent and hey, gorgeous. I, I, there, there's a difference between smart and intelligent. Uh, okay, English major, can you tell me what it is? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sis, before we get to uh, talking about the family meetup on Saturday to celebrate Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're talking about another depressing story. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my sister did not like the topics for today. (laughs) She was like, she was like, Bruce, this is uh, really depressing. But I was like, it's news. You know, it's what's hot in the streets right now. So we got to talk about it. Sure. Um, So a couple in Georgia. We're Mm -hmm. just arrested. All right. Uh, The Georgia parents, this is from the Daily Mail. Mm -hmm. And it's the Georgia parents are charged with attempted murder after starving. After the headline for the Daily Mail. Look, if y'all see this article, it's not written well. But basically, their 10-year-old son. Yeah, the 10-year-old son. Well, it was also on uh, something else in uh Atlanta, but you had to pay for that. And so we're just going to cite the Daily Mail because uh, I don't have to pay for that. So it yeah. was a 
they're being they're being charged. Georgia parents are being charged for attempted murder because their 10 year old son uh, is 36 pounds. So they're being charged for attempted murder for starvation. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, here's the article was well written, just not the hairline, the headline. Yeah. Two parents from Georgia have been charged with attempted murder and child abu- abuse. Not a Bruce abuse after they're not a after Bruce starving. <laughs> right. Come on. We can't make jokes about this little 10 year old boy, no. 36 You're pounds. Right. Um, right. After their starving 10 year old son was found wandering through their neighborhood, looking for a grocery store where he could beg for food. Let's let's think about that. Yeah. The kid was wandering the neighborhood. To try to find a grocery store where mm-hmm. he could beg for food. This gets worse. Okay. Police in Griffin arrested Tyler Schnadley, sure. 46, 46. And just if a it's couple not years. that, then I apologize to Tyler Schnadley. Yeah. Uh, Tyler and Krista Schnadley, 46 and 47. I think it's, Sh- I think it's Shinley. That's exactly Shin- what it is. It's yeah. exactly what it is. Shinley. Uh, yeah. So I like Tyler Shinadley, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it should be Shinadley, uh, but whatever. Uh, police and Griffin arrested Tyler and Kristen uh, Shinadley. No, yes, <laughs> they don't uh, deserve to have their name pronounced they don't, correctly. They don't. After neighbors in in the upscale enclave found the emaciated boy roaming the streets on Friday. Now, mm-hmm. so the boy was roaming the streets trying to find a grocery store. In an upscale neighborhood. How upscale? Yeah. Their house is worth almost 500000 The median income in this area is $190,000. Mm-hmm. He is one of four, five children. Five children, yeah. One of five children. Uh, the assistant DA was just like, yeah, no, this kid was basically being starved to death. We were lucky to find him when we did. And, and there's and- no indication that the other four remaining children were living under similar conditions. It seemed that it was only this little boy. Yep. The one uh, 10 year old that, that they were doing this to. The parents are accused of locking the child inside his bedroom and leaving him alone at the house for extended periods of time. And on multiple occasions with no access to lights, food, clothing, or adult interaction and or assistance, according to the court documents, the couple also alleged Allegedly withheld hot water, toilet paper, and views of the outdoors. At mm. one point, it is believed they beat the ten-year-old, causing further injuries. The belief that the abuse is believed to have occurred for the last three years, beginning in May 2020. According to the officials, the boy was one of five siblings living in the home, and he's not the oldest. He ain't the youngest. Um, what else? There was something else that was. Really bad. Uh, the couple been charged with attempted homicide, cruelty. And he was just thirty six pounds, which is about the size of a four year old. Thirty six pounds, but this is this is a wealthy people. Krista is thought to have been a franchise owner of the Peachtree City True Rest Float Spa, and both she and her husband Tyler managed the spa together. Mm. They got they got bread. Like I said, their yeah. home is is estimated at four hundred forty seven thousand. They live in an area where the median income is one hundred ninety thousand. I mean, here in Arlington, Virginia, the median income is around that too. But uh, four hundred forty seven thousand don't get you a house like that. Got like they have four hundred forty seven thousand around these parts. Get you a one bedroom, one bath uh, condo, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The, and the bathroom is a shared bathroom and a yeah, hallway with, uh, with all the other people living in the area. Right. Yeah. We're talking about Georgia. So that's, yeah, that's, that Georgia. can get you a nice size house. So this is super depressing, but they're being charged. 
attempted yes. murder. They're going down for this one. Um, going, yeah. It makes me sad because I just interviewed Dr. John a couple of weeks ago, who was a uh, who was a advocate for the foster care system, and he's telling me stories about not far from where this is taking place of these kids just being things that I didn't think were really happening. Stuff that I was like, oh, this only happens on TV. That happens in real life. You know, yeah. kids' teeth being knocked out or at three years old or uh, mm -hmm. just being burned from hot showers, not because, you know, they were going to wash, like just turning the water on scolding hot and throwing kids in there to purposely burn them. And I just can't understand. I can't understand why people want to hurt kids. I feel like there are three bad people in the world. People that harm kids, mm -hmm. people that torture animals, mm -hmm. and all the people on YouTube that are trolls that attack and not just YouTube, social media in general, and, and tell you go kill yourself. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying this because I'm personally triggered because I've been getting a lot of that from these YouTube comments that I just delete and don't think about anymore. But those people can go to hell too. But those are the three people that are the worst people in the world. Yeah. And I don't understand why they would do something like this too. And, and what is the common denominator? It uh, is, it is oh, here we go. power. It's power, yeah. right? These are people who, who probably lack any semblance of power anywhere else in their lives. And so they exert their, their influence on somebody smaller and weaker than themselves or defenseless, like an animal or like, or like a child or somebody on the internet who is getting on there and talking about their views or trying to be vulnerable and you talk about unaliving them, you know, these are people who are ineffectual in their actual lives. These are bullies. Yeah. They're ineffectual in their actual lives. And so they use violence or intimidation or whatever on people that they, people or animals that they perceive to be weaker than them. So it's, generally, it, I believe you. Like, yes, mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with you. But this isn't this this case wasn't a case where these people don't have power. Like I said, they were franchise owners of a spot. So they were bosses. They could take it out on their employees if they Ooh. really want to. Who knows if that spy was doing well? Okay. Who knows yeah, if they're yeah. not behind on their bills? It's or they're funny they that they living said in it, that house just keeping up with the Joneses. You, you it, don't well, know. It's funny that they said that it started May 2020. And mm -hmm. so the world shut down, I think it was like March 17th, 2020. And we all mm -hmm. thought it was just going to be a couple of weeks. Yeah. So when April rolled around and we got to the middle of April, we was like, oh, this don't look like it's going to be a couple of weeks. So May, people really started to stress out. And if they owned a spa, didn't Georgia shut down to a certain extent? Yes, it did. We did. We definitely. But I just don't understand why, if you got five kids, why you pick on this one in particular? That's, uh, I've noticed that though, where really? they have multiple kids and they just pick one scapegoat. Hmm. Well, I was that in our family. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I was saying the joke, I was saying the joke, but you actually really agreed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think that if, if I was, I had more to do with the oldest, being the oldest. But yeah. um, 
So but then there's also two degenerates who just happen to find each other and mm. get married and have children and they shouldn't have been allowed in society truly. Um, we should have been able to ship them off to some sort of penal colony very early in life when you recognize that they would torture in the cat or you know, right. things like that. Like there's always signs that people are not quite right, but they just happen to find each other, have children, and then terrorize this little boy for the last three years. So, damn it. I lost my train of thought. I'm, I might be working at 48%. Listen. <laughs> I, might be, I might be working at 48%. I had a point too. Look, that point was going to be valid and official. And it just slipped my mind. What the hell was I going to say? You were saying, so do you think, and then I cut you off. And that's on me. No, that's not. I should have remembered my damn thought. And I sure enough didn't. You got to jot stuff so. down. You got to sometimes uh, I jot, I'm jotting stuff down while we're talking. Maybe so I should I have forget. a little piece of paper to jot something down. Yeah. But you can see my hand moving. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I should read. Well, I'm usually around. seeing you do this on the desktop. But I didn't do it this time. Do, yeah. You've been keeping your, what, your hands in your pockets? I, I've been rubbing the hell out of my legs. <laughs> I've been, I keep my, you got, you got me self-conscious about rubbing. What the hell point was I going to make? Oh, well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it was going to be good. I just don't remember what it was. Oh, this is what it was. I remember. Now I got it. So funny that we're creating laws to basically say that people got to have kids when they get pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. There really should be a test to make sure that you are an able-bodied person to be able to have a kid before you get pregnant. If a married couple is trying, you got you just like you got to go get a marriage license, you should have to go get a license to have a kid. Yeah. I don't you know about be making the, all types the of, language I mean, able-bodied. I don't okay. know about that I, I language. Well, you just said un, unlived and I'm like, so we can't just say kill no more. I just don't like murder. I just don't like to say the the S word. What's the S word? Will you say will you suicide? I don't like to use that word. Well, who was talking about suicide though? You were telling you were talking about the trolls that tell people to oh, kill okay. themselves. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna move on to the next topic because I can tell right now that this show is taking going downhill. Guess <laughs> we're both losing our train of thought. <laughs> and and I ain't even had that much to drink. It's just uh, I don't know. It's been a long week, and I got to do another interview tomorrow. Uh, a couple of them, so yeah. But uh, but again, here. this is a another instance of uh, this country not protecting children. You know, child protective services is stretched so thin, and there's just so many loopholes in our society mm-hmm. in general where kids can fall right through. They're not even cracks. They're giant chasms where kids can fall through. Um, Because these, to my knowledge, uh, the children were all homeschooled. So again, you're not, you're not having that third party as the teacher or school staff or administration or whatever, seeing these, what they said he had visible old and new wounds on him. Well, that Mm -hmm. would have been caught by a teacher. Yep. Or school staff, you know, but we don't, we don't 
regulate homeschooling in that way. We um, we do, but don't. There's no in-home, yeah. you know, where we're following up to make sure that the children are actually being taught something or well, no, I don't is, know. They do have to, there is a curriculum that they have yeah. to follow, but that's all that they really check on. They're not, yeah. they're not checking on the well-being of the kids. That's right. not, that's not part of their purview. So yeah. Um, they do have to be taught certain things that have to that has to fall in line with the curriculum. Um, but we but, don't. Um, but we don't. We just don't allocate the resources for that kind of community engagement to make sure that we're checking on children that who otherwise wouldn't have don't have as much access to to the outside world. You know, no. because they're their home. And that's not knocking homeschool. I've thought about homeschooling myself just because of how frightening it is sending your children to school um, yeah, well, with yeah. all the mass shootings. So I'm like, people who want to homeschool, like, yo, I feel you on that. Um, plus, also, you don't know what these schools are trying to teach your kids. They're trying to take all kind of Black history right out them textbooks. So Not just I Black history. It. Not just Black history. In Florida, they, they just uh, barred two books that taught about the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. So I was telling a Jewish friend of mine, I was like, all right, maybe you, maybe you didn't really care about people not knowing about black history, but I know you show sure enough care about this. Yeah. Some people just don't care until it hits close to home. And I yes. get it. Yeah. I mean, that that's human nature. I understand that, but that's a, that's a different subject that, that we don't even need to talk about right now. Let's, yeah. let's move in my words. Let's move on, but let's move on to something funny. Okay. The ghetto ass lunch <laughs> dinner thing that we had for M Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, I love my family. I don't my know fam that it's so much funny as it was embarrassing. And no, I'm, well, it was in, it's funny because it was embarrassing. Yes. Uh, I love my family. My family yeah. is loud. And this wasn't a restaurant where it was to be loud in. This no. wasn't a loud restaurant. This no. was a, I mean, and we don't were me, right in the middle of it. I mean, like, literally we were right in the middle. Our table was in the middle of <laughs> yeah. the entire restaurant. And we were rolling deep. There was probably, it was like 12, 13, 13. 13 of us. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we were rolling deep. We were in the middle of the restaurant and, and the decibel <laughs> level reached, I would say jet engine. Yeah. And if I'd heard one more, hey, I was I was done for it. If for I had whole. to give one more toast. <laughs> we had to get it was 7011 toast in this one. I and, and don't get me wrong, like I love being around my family. If we had had that same situation at a louder restaurant or somebody's house, it would have been a fun time. Yeah. But not Honestly, at that restaurant. Honestly, I still had fun. I mean, I did have fun too, but I, I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> I was a little embarrassed. I was just a little embarrassed at how loud we were. How we were loud, really loud they were. Let me rephrase that because I wasn't yeah. being loud. I was sitting at the end of the table just hanging out with mom and my sister. And then when other family members would come up, uh, it was, it, and, and let's be honest, it was only two people being loud. No, it wasn't. It was everyone. It was everyone. It was everyone. Oh, well. Yeah, it was everybody. 
And uh, there was just a lot of hustle and bustle. There was just a lot of <laughs> shenanigans. Um, and I love my family. My family is fun. We they're are ex- fun. They're, they're an extremely fun bunch. Like fun, funny, um, but incredibly loud. And oh, and you know so loud. And it's funny because the other side of our family, I think, is so subdued. Uh-huh. That yep. that the the juxtaposition of the two is just, and then it's like us in the middle. It's like, yeah, sometimes we're subdued, sometimes we're loud. Time and place, I guess. It's always time and place. I yeah. am always the environment dictates the energy of which I'm going to bring, mm-hmm. or the volume of the energy that I bring. But right? we were just—I mean, let's be real—we were sitting around. Uh. A lot of whites, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of older whites. That's and, what it was. <laughs> that was and a I lot. Think, and I think that was that was what felt I don't embarrassing. Think it was lot, of, I don't think they were older. They just looked older oh, because I some just of our family. The guy kept calling the vice president of the. <laughs> All right, there, there was one there was Both one gentleman that came in with his family and we said oh he he the vice president of the uh, the, the the homeowners golf, association golf federation of, <laughs> yeah. but then i think about that kind of um you know i don't know i guess it's a fine line i think about how should we have to change the way we engage with each other just because of the people around us? I don't think so. I think there are there are times to be where there are appropriate situ- there's appropriate way to act in certain situations, in certain environments. But what's dictating think- that? And I think that's the thing that we have to kind of <sighs> dig deeper in. Consideration. For me, it's always consideration for other people. If, okay. if if the restaurant is a quiet and people are trying to have like a quiet, chill atmosphere, because I know I've been in restaurants where I'm trying to have a, a quiet, chill atmosphere and there's a table being loud, I'm annoyed as hell because yeah. it's like, yo, that's not this is not the vibe that you're supposed to be carrying right now. Yeah. OK. You're being disrespectful to me and mine. But if it's a loud environment, right? Yeah. If it's a party type atmosphere, if I go. All right. We, it wasn't a TGI Fridays, but if I go into a TGI Fridays, it's yeah. going to be loud. Yes. Like like you kind of expect that, which is different than going into a Roof Chris. Roof Chris is not going to be loud. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh so this was an environment where, you know, some restaurants, I'm trying to think of a of a fancy restaurant. Oh, well, not fancy. Out here in the DC area, there's a Mexican place called Rosa Mexicano. It's kind of a chain, but it's kind mm-hmm. of an upscale Mexican restaurant. That's a place that you could be loud, but it's still upscale. Yeah. Um that's, and so there are places that are upscale and loud. This this was not one of those places that was upscale and loud. So for me, yeah. it's always consideration. You know me. You call it people pleasing. I call it consideration for others. I yeah. want people to treat me as if I would treat them. And I'm always like, hey, make sure that I'm considering the next person and not just focusing yeah. totally on myself. I try to not be so self-involved or self-absorbed to not see yeah. the environment around me. Oh Lord, my battery is about to die. <laughs> well, that's on. fine because we're already at an hour, so the show is over. Bye. Oh no, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs>
Okay, talk about unprofessional. <laughs> talk about <laughs> not, not 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 handling your business the way you should. Here I am, forgot to plug in my computer. The battery is about to die as we're recording. But mm-hmm. you're right. That's that's hey, ladies and gentlemen, this was a disjointed show. Uh, I still think it was it funny wasn't. as hell. No, yeah, well, we, it followed the plan. You laid, you had an outline. Yeah, yeah. we and we we're petering the outline. Out. We're petering out here towards the end. With a little bit, Peter I don't and think I, so. I don't think so. I, we rounding right up and right up against an hour. That's all I got because now I think my battery is probably at thirty so. percent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So on that note, what you want to tell the people out there? When you're on a plane, oh Lord, here we go. Don't cough. Hold it in because <laughs> I'm gonna look at you funny. Still? We are in this cylinder, yes. And I don't care. You could just have a tickle in your throat. Something went down the wrong. You know, the little pretzel went down the wrong pipe or something like right. that. I don't know. But hold it in, even if you pass out, because I'm <laughs> because I am the person that's gonna go. Uh-uh. That <laughs> that's gonna be me. That's gonna be me. Don't be, don't I don't want to wear a mask while I'm on the plane. Uh, are, not, I typically would they're not mandating it, but if I hear okay. a cough, it's gonna make me put my mask on. And now <laughs> I'm uncomfortable for the whole flight because you decided to cough. To Involuntary. Cough. No control over it. No, you just just pass out. <laughs> just just pass out. Because now I gotta wear a mask because I <laughs> Don't you cough on no plane. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's all I got to say. Well, on that note, I'll holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.